disgraced South Carolina attorney Alec Murdoch pleads not guilty to charges of murder and the shooting deaths of his wife and son. A former employee of a Savannah-based apparel company police say was the suspect in a murder investigation kills himself in the company's parking lot, and the Savannah mayor responds to calls for his resignation. I've got those stories and more in this episode of WTOC's Weekly Wrap, a recap of the week's biggest stories from around the coastal empire and low country. I'm digital anchor Jake Wallace. What say you, Richard Ellick Murdoch? Are you guilty or not guilty of the felonies wherein you stand indicted? Not guilty. Former South Carolina attorney Alec Murdoch didn't say much else during a bond hearing on Wednesday, July 20th, other than pleading not guilty to two counts of murder he faces in the shooting deaths of his wife Maggie and his son Paul. Murdoch also faces two counts on gun charges. The indictment against Murdoch accuses him of killing his wife with a rifle and his son with a shotgun on the family's property in Colleton County in June 2021. WTOC's Tyler Mannion was in the courtroom on Wednesday and has a recap of what took place during the short hearing. Like earlier today in the courthouse behind me, Alec Murdoch appeared to remain calm throughout the hearing. His team agreed to no bond when they've previously argued against it in the past. His lawyer, Dick Carpoulian, explaining why they didn't want evidence presented publicly today. The further discussion of the alleged facts in this case in an open courtroom, we think continues to run the risk of polluting the jury pool. The Attorney General's office and Murdoch's legal team agreed on several motions, including a speedy trial, confidentiality, the sealing of court evidence, and a gag order, which Charpoulian says will keep the case inside these walls. Because we're trying to get a fair trial uh, for our client, not try it uh, in the media, but try it in this courtroom. The judge will decide on these motions in the coming days. There's also the matter of when this murder trial will happen. It seems like probably given the, realis the realistic expectations in this matter that January would be a very aggressive and reasonable timeline. Murdoch's attorneys disagree, looking for an October or November trial, pointing out to the judge that no other cases in Colleton County have requested a speedy trial. As he walked out of court today and right past me, I could tell he looked different than the last time I saw him in court. He was thinner and had a shaved head. After all that... Mr. Murdoch, did you kill your wife and son? If you didn't do it, who did? Murdoch was taken back to Columbia, where he will wait in jail until the trial begins. Also worth mentioning, when I was inside the courtroom today, I saw sitting on the prosecution side a woman described as a victim's advocate for Maggie and Paul, along with the lead special agent from SLED on this double homicide case. Murdoch is being held in Columbia on $7 million bond on other charges. This indictment is the 17th handed down on Murdoch by a state grand jury, totaling 81 total charges. You can keep up with the latest happenings in the Murdoch case and catch up on everything that's happened so far at the Murdoch case page at WTOC.com. You'll find the link in the description of this podcast episode. A former veteran and nine-line employee who appeared in videos on the company's social media pages as well as on the 2020 presidential ballot killed himself in the company's parking lot in Chatham County on Tuesday, July 12th. Police say that former employee was the suspect in the death of a 28-year-old woman, another veteran and former nine-line employee, at a hotel near the Savannah Hilton Head International Airport the same day. 
Airport police say Madeline Coulter was found dead in a car in a hotel parking lot. Police say she died after being shot at that location. Police say 41-year-old Zachary Scalf was found dead in the Nine Line Apparel parking lot from a self-inflicted gunshot wound the same day. Shay Schrader spoke with the family of the victim who say they just don't understand why this happened. As you can imagine, the family of Madeline Coulter is, of course, shocked and saddened by her death. They say they just don't understand why this happened. Senseless. This is senseless. It doesn't make sense to us. Madeline Coulter's boss first reported her missing on July 12th, according to police documents, saying Coulter, quote, had not shown up for work today and this was not like her to not call taking a personal day, end quote. Police went to her apartment and on her cell phone found text messages from her ex-boyfriend, 41-year-old Zachary Scalf, about him, quote, wanting her to meet him at a place they had talked about meeting over a phone call. That place was not known or texted about in the text messages, end quote. Police had been looking for Coulter for hours when they found her dead from a gunshot wound in the parking lot of a hotel near the airport. Her family is devastated. Our breath has been just sucked out of us. Scalf was found dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound that same day at Nine Line Apparel, where he used to work. Police say before he died, he posted a video to social media saying, quote, He has done something horrible that can never be forgiven, that he is sorry for the people he hurt, and that he loves everyone. Coulter's family say they wish he had reached out to somebody for help. There's so many other things to do than to take the life of someone who has nothing to do with you. Her family adds they just don't understand why this happened, saying he was the one that ended the relationship with Coulter. She was happy. She was getting on with her life. She was in a very good place. And he took it away from her. Coulter's family remembers her as not just a loving mother and aunt, but also as a hero. She did her time in the military. She did it well. She was a trooper. She, 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 uh, she loved her country. Yeah, and, and she, she did everything that was expected of her, and even more. And she broke some boundaries, and, and she was proud of that. And they say they'll also remember her joy for life. She was amazing. She was funny. She was very funny. She loved life, smiling. She was always smiling, and it didn't matter the situation. She would make light of it. Coulter's family tells me that she leaves behind a son who they are so upset has to carry the weight of his mother's death. Nine Line Apparel CEO Tyler Merritt has released a statement calling the news difficult to process. You can read Merritt's full statement in this story at WTOC.com. Savannah Mayor Van Johnson is not taking kindly to calls for his resignation following the shooting death of a man by a Savannah police officer. 31-year-old Sade Lee was shot and killed by Savannah police officer Ernest Ferguson on June 24th in the Carver Village neighborhood. The preliminary information from the GBI released in the days following that shooting says officers stopped a man ID'd as Lee for walking in the road. The GBI says Lee showed the officers his wallet, saying it contained his weapons permit, then pulled up his shirt and pulled a weapon from a holster. The statement says a short chase began and Lee was shot by Ferguson. Ferguson has been placed 
placed on administrative leave and has not been criminally charged. Since the shooting, Lee's family members and representatives from the Racial Justice Network have called for Mayor Johnson's resignation. During a march to City Hall on Saturday, July 16th, Racial Justice Network CEO Elder James Johnson said city leaders like Mayor Johnson need to be doing more about the officer-involved shootings in Savannah. I put this burden on the back of Mayor Johnson. People in Savannah, Georgia needs to know if this continue and Mayor don't do anything about reforming his police department, then he needs to resign or he needs to be voted out. During his weekly news conference on Wednesday, July 20th, Mayor Johnson responded, arguing the group calling for reform isn't being part of the solution. Here's the mayor. I don't know who these individuals are. Never met with them. Um, but yet they can call for reform only when an officer shoots somebody? Well, we need your help when young black men are shooting young black men. Mayor Johnson continued, saying the city has already begun reform, pointing to the bans of chokeholds and strangleholds in 2020, as well as requiring use of force and de-escalation continuum. A Hilton Head Island charter fisherman is still thrilled about the catch of a lifetime that he ultimately let go. Chip Mikulov found a massive hammerhead shark at the end of his line while chartering a group off the coast of Hilton Head. The size of the shark likely would have set records, but Mikulov released it. Here he is reliving that catch and the decision to set the giant predator free. And the dorsal fin alone it was as big as my leg. It's like, oh my gosh, this is, we've got a, a killer whale or a hammerhead on. I mean, this is, this is nuts. I, I love these sharks. They've given me a great life, man. They, if it wasn't for them, I, I don't know where I'd be. So, I mean, I owe them a lot. So if I can do something that's going to help them a little bit, uh, you know, I'm happy to do it. Mikulov says he believes it was the second time in two days he had seen that particular shark and he hopes he'll see it again. To see the video and pictures of the shark, check out this story at WTOC.com. You'll find the link in the description of this podcast episode. You can get the latest news, weather, and sports every night on The News and all the time at WTOC.com and on the WTOC app. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great weekend.